Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The championship season is over and what a season it was. But the best is yet to come. It's the playoffs. Who will make it to the Premier League? And who will be left heartbroken at Wembley? Stay across it all with the second tier. We're bringing you episodes after every leg. And in between, we're revisiting the greatest moments in playoff history. It's real conversation with two real championship obsessives. So you can be in the know about everything happening in the playoffs. And share all your new knowledge in the pub with your mates. So come join us. We're your one-stop shop for the playoffs. Search second tier in your podcast app. And hit subscribe. Guys, has, has anyone seen fish? <laughs> Andy, spotted him anywhere? Pete? I've not seen him. I'm Jim? Looking around on the floor. No. Nowhere to be him. seen. Welcome along to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Betfair. It's the weekend of Kings. Big Sam's back and Neil Warner keeps Huddersfield up. It's Friday, 5th of May. I'm Jules Breach. I'm Jim Campbell. I'm Andy Russell. And I'm Pete Donaldson. <laughs> Happy Friday, everyone. <laughs> I'm in a very happy mood after last night. Are you? Yeah, just a bit. I've You've had, not gone to bed. I've hardly had any sleep. <laughs> and that's not because I was out partying, drinking or anything like that. Just because late night, you know, late penalty, stoppage time, yeah. winner. Yeah. Best way night. to do it. Doing what the caterpillar do for three hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Down Isn't, it the nice? Isn't it nice to see a penalty that's definitely a penalty? Yeah. Yes. A ball that's definitely a penalty. <laughs> yes. What a rarity these days. <laughs> Isn't it nice for us to get a VR decision? Go our way. Oh, shut up. Oh, shut up. Uh, more, more on that to come. Uh, but what a night it was, not just on the seafront in Brighton, but also in Naples, Andy. They've finally mm. done it. 33 years of waiting and Napoli have got the Scudetto. I, I, I don't want to get all sort of on my high horse about it, but it's, it's just a really good thing for football, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. A really good thing for football. You get on that high horse. Yeah. I will do. I will do. Do but, it. But I think it's really about the celebrations, isn't it? I, I mean, not didn't, just... Didn't see a high horse running around. But, but I would <laughs> expect it. But you will it. do. Yeah, you will I would do. expect I'm, it. I'm sure. So seen pretty much everything else, haven't yeah. we? <laughs> they have been planning this for 33 years, and I mean planning <laughs> meticulously and in detail. They the, have. the celebrations have been incredible. Well, of course, they, they set up the title party by moving their game. As we were saying on OTC yesterday, they moved their home game... 18 hours notice at the weekend so they could try yeah, and Yeah, that ruined our BT Sports score show last week, Andy, because <laughs> you were in studio to watch the Napoli game on Saturday and it got moved. So do you know what Andy did for two hours? Nothing. <laughs> Just sat there. Yeah, oh, that's great, right. You got yeah. paid for it, fine. Yeah, yeah it's all right. Yeah, Good. <laughs> but um, they, they got there in the end. So they got the draw at Udinese last night that, that they needed to get that, that one point to see them over the line. So there was a huge party in Udine and Jim and I were talking earlier about that that guy who was helping his kid over the barrier. And you're thinking, it looks a bit precarious, but he's probably safe because he's with his dad. Mm. And then he falls and his dad falls on top of him. Yeah. <laughs> but there's a sense that that only happens because the dad's so impatient. He's like, come on, we got, we've, we can only wait so long for this. Get on the pitch. <laughs> That's right. You've got, you've got the, uh, the party boat going around the roundabout in actual Naples. Yeah. Yes, of course, they, had the, they had the party. A lot of LED work on that board. There oh, was. Yeah. It was a bit like the uh, Tuxedo Royale in Newcastle. Yes. From uh, back bit, in the day, yeah. revolving dance floor. What a venue that oh. was. Wow. Incredible. But it, 
you had the party in Udine and you had the party in Naples, of course, where Aurelio De Laurentiis, the president, stayed behind, opened up the stadium. They had big screens, they had 50,000 people in. But they've got five more games left in this season. So they're just going to party for all of them. It's yeah. amazing, isn't it? I, yeah. was, I was in Naples uh, in March, was it, when England played against Italy yeah. uh, in that stadium. And I tell you what, like around the city, they were ready for it then. Everywhere mm. you look, there's blue and white streamers everywhere in the street. There yeah. are shirts everywhere just hanging up on street corners. And everywhere you look, there is a presence of that Napoli team. It's quite sensational and incredible that they've, they've done it. It's just an amazing story, isn't it? Yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah. Did you see the fireworks? Yes. All, all the red fireworks hanging in the air yeah. as if like it's some sort of new weather phenomenon where there's well, just fireworks <laughs> well, you got, floating around all well, you the got, time. You got the, par- you got the party in Brighton, you got the party in uh, Naples. The fish must be gone. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is going I'm on? I'm not going to lie, Pete. I, so obviously because I was working last night at this at the Brighton game, I sort of forgot that the that the Napoli thing was happening mm. last night because I was very concentrated on the, the yes. Brighton Man United yeah. game. So when I um, finished and I went on Twitter quickly, I saw these fireworks. I was like... Wow, they're really taking this wind <laughs> down on the Super in Brighton. I genuinely was like, what is that? Is yeah, to that be fair, the, the fireworks are very necessary in Brighton, aren't you? You'll you know this as well as anyone, Jules. Mm. Particularly, like, Brighton goes nuts for fireworks night. And partly, it's a show of force to stop the seagulls thinking that they can finally like, go over the top and make a grab for the city. Once yeah. a year, you've got to show that power. That's Otherwise, true. they will stage Take a coup. Over, yeah. <laughs> they are evil. Aren't yeah, they? And, uh, Seagulls generally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, let's talk a bit about last night's game then, because it was a huge win for Brighton. 1 0 win over Manchester United, a 99th minute <laughs> penalty, uh, which was converted by World Cup winner Alexis McAllister. Um, it was a tense end to, the, to what I think was actually a really good, up until that point, nil nil. There was mm. so much edge and fight mm. and bite to it. Um, and yeah, what a way to win a game with a last-minute penalty, especially after what happened at Wembley, the fact that we got knocked out on penalties to Man United <laughs> well, 11 it, days ago. Yeah. So over it, as yeah. you can tell. Yeah. Um, so to win it with a penalty. And, and actually, <laughs> even more so the redemption from that. But do you remember a couple of seasons ago when um, Man United were at the Amex and they got awarded a penalty and scored it after the full-time whistle went? They won the game 3-2. Mm. It was a ridiculous moment that clearly we're still not over even though it was a couple of seasons mm. ago so for us to do that in the 99th yeah. minute was like yes and also it's it's, it's an interesting one because they they are obviously going to get top four now they don't really need it so it's nice that it went that way so in terms of the neutral in terms of the narrative of the mm. season it's really good and it actually as a spectacle you saw it's weird for for what looked like it was going to be a nil nil for a long time you really saw the best parts of both teams mm. as well Matoma was really like really really fun to watch Brighton had a lot going forward Marcus Rashford was brilliant Bruno Fernandez like Bruno Fernandez has amazing feet and like mm. when he's really, really on his game, it is Don't a quite spectacular thing to watch. <laughs> <laughs> five out of five on that yeah. site. But I wonder what the crossover's like there. That was a bit less... <laughs> Let's not think no, about I don't that. Want actually. To know. Um, but yeah, it, I mean, it was actually a pretty great game for what it looked like was going to be a nil-nil. And then obviously you get that brilliant box office ending. Yeah. But the, that's the thing, isn't it, with Brighton under De Serbi? Because for the moment, people think it's just a straight line from Potter that he's continued doing what Potter does whereas actually I think you see quite discernible changes in Brighton and the fact that they're strong finishers of a game they're incredibly fit and the way that they finish games Mm. now is is remarkable it's an extra edge that they didn't have before isn't it they're playing out from the back is a joke that like, mm, at yeah. times you sit there and you just go, no, no, no. Have they just done that? Have Big Sam would know it. They're just taking the piss sometimes, mm, I mm. swear. I mean, it, it's unbelievable to watch. Um, and as you say, I think there's this, I think for a long time, Brighton was sort of seen as one of those teams that were quite nice to play against. They were like a nice Pretty team. but soft touch. Yeah, yeah. a little bit mm. soft. Um, whereas now, I mean, you saw it last night, that the, the edge that there was in the game, the fight, um, the fact that, like they're not just going to get rolled over by teams, and mm. and when big teams like Manchester United come to the Amex now, there isn't that fear like they like they used to be, and I think a lot of that has come from obviously just winning matches and being more consistent, but also the belief that Deserby's given this team they shouldn't fear anyone. So what was better, the winning goal or? <laughs> Luke Shaw's contrition in the interview afterwards. That was was, was quite enjoyable. (laughs) It was odd, wasn't it? I mean, he was very much passing the blame, wasn't he? Was he? I mean, he did did his couple of, you know, these these are the couple of extenuating circumstances, but I'm really sorry. Yeah. (laughs) But then he was like, but we should have scored. We should have scored more. And it's like, Mm. you were the reason why Brighton have 
won the game. <laughs> I, I agree with him. Obviously, Manchester United did have chances and, and probably should have scored. Um, but yeah, I did think him and, and also Eric Ten Hag's slight bit of deflection in his post-match interview. He talked a lot about how the Brighton players were kicking at their team. I mean, it went both ways. Yeah, they were both yeah. doing it. It was it was a pretty like tough I th- game. Yeah, I thought Casemiro was lucky to not get yet another red card. Actually, as well, I thought, come on, this would be hilarious. And I think <laughs> I think before coming to the Premier League, he'd never had a straight red card. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> He'll get a few here. <laughs> oh, just give him give him Lewis Dunk to ruffle him up and uh, wind him up a bit. Um, yeah, before the game as well, Eric Ten Hag, uh, you guys probably saw this uh, on Sky's coverage, gave Paul Lintz a bottle of wine. I, I love yeah. that because Paul had a little uh, excuse the pun wine about not being invited for a, a glass of a, gl- a glass of something after the match in the FA Cup I think early in the season and now he's fired it, it was just a lovely like chickens come home to roost and he's got to just smile through this really awkward exchange with Ten Hag I loved it it was so yeah. public and so I, I would, childish I would love the idea oh. that, that Ten Hag went into the press room beforehand into the hospitality bit and went to the bar and goes I've got a bottle of red you can give me. <laughs> yeah, just grabbed it. Yeah. Just didn't even, just went behind his house red. What was this? Is that open? <laughs> is, it, is it corked? I don't fucking know. I'll just give it to Paul Brilliant. Brilliant. Um, guys, Europe, passport ready? Sh- should I? Europe, should I, should passport what, what, ready? What's going on? Are we going to do London, South, Bright- Southampton Airport. <laughs> yeah. Brighton going to do it. You've got Everton don't... at home on Monday night, Jules. How do you feel about that one? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? Genuinely, in in previous seasons, Start booking hotels. in previous seasons, I'd be worried about a game like that because I'd think, oh, it would be just like us to beat Man United and then lose to Everton. Mm. And I know we had that Forest defeat after the FA Cup, but aside from that, this team are, are, are proving all of my doubts wrong this season. It's 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 amazing. The conclusion I'm... is book less work for Thursdays next week. Ah! <laughs> oh, I'm just um. I can't believe it, to be honest. And I think that that's, the, that's sort of the feeling around the club is, you know, there is a belief in the dressing room that they're going to do it. Bright, just... Brighton to Europe, Leeds staying up. They're oh, the two givens of the rest of the Premier League season, aren't they? It is an unreal time to be a Brighton fan. Um, right, enough of that. Let's move on and talk about Leeds then, because this weekend they face Manchester City at the Etihad. However, Leeds have Big Sam back in charge. It's almost... <laughs> yeah. Perfect that it's the King's coronation this weekend oh. and the King of Football returns. <laughs> and, and he's televised at 3 pm, which is just, you know, it doesn't happen in any other circumstances, does it? He's been it's like an FA Cup final, isn't it? It is, it is. Yeah. He's been giving it the biggest of licks this week as well. It's absolutely amazing. <laughs> it's I mean, like, it does it's feel so, so good. How has this happened? It, Alfred it does... the Great, <laughs> King Arthur, Henry VIII. I'm as good as any of them. <laughs> good as any of them. <laughs> William Conqueror, fuck off. oh it's going to be brilliant isn't it it does feel like with that FA Cup final vibe there should be like build up from 11am in the morning yes for for him to get his probably what would be regarded as just desserts after that little press conference he's been doing and the interviews he's been doing you sort of think like like people are trying to rationalise it sort of going look it's 2023 you've (laughs) got to use everything in your arsenal to to, to get a performance out of your footballers and he's just deflecting all of the uh, pressure onto himself He's, he's not. He's been doing this all yeah. through his career. Respect me. He means it. Respect if me. He's, if he's oh, he doing that, it, it's a byproduct. He? Yeah, yeah he absolutely. It. It's, and it's great. And I love that Pep Guardiola's seen through it as well. Because <laughs> he said um, it will be tough. He has the charisma and will put the pressure off the players. He knows exactly what to do in these relegation battles. And that's Pep going, I see you. Yeah. I see you. But at the same time, he's been full of praise for him and for Neil Warnock and stuff like that. And well, well that, the, that, that's what Pep does then, yeah, isn't he? He, 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 he smashes out praise left, right, but, and centre. It's almost to the point where some managers go, fuck off, will you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, which, you which don't we'll mean to, that. <laughs> but, um, he's it's... not going to grab him by the jowls on the pitch afterwards <laughs> like Nathan Redmond, is he? <laughs> but it's like when you, you end up having a conversation with one of the boomers in your life. And right. they just start going on about some bullshit. And you just go, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you don't have to have the conversation. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. I mean, <laughs> the quote is just quite sensational from Big Sam, isn't it? In his press conference, the words that literally came out of his mouth were, there is no manager ahead of me in football terms. Not Pep, not Klopp, not Arteta. I mean, he could, wow. say, I mean, he could have said inexperience. Because he has had more matches. You start that and then Steve Bruce goes, what about me? (laughs) (laughs) To be fair though, ahead of this game, which is honestly, 
you know, delicious. Put, putting your head in a lion's so mouth, isn't it? An yeah. absolute night. The, the worst fixture possibly in the world at the moment, City at the Etihad. And, and Man City was so flat in the week as well. Yeah. Like, it was so flat and the fans were so flat and they cantered to a 3 Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just, 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 yeah. Just, I mean, Erling Haaland's goal as well. That beautiful chip from the edge of the box. It's like, oh yeah. That, why, all of his goals seem like tap-ins. <laughs> However good they are. It's mm. like, because he scores so many, you can't sort of, like you don't notice how good they are. Mm. But anyway, yeah, you, you're right. They, they, they didn't really need to get out of second gear and they're so good at going through the gears like that. So what else can Big Sam do did really hear, other did, than try you, and get this siege mentality in there and go, fuck it, we're going to bloody some noses. Did you hear what he said about possession though, Big Sam? He said... um. It's quite simple, really. Just don't lose possession. When we've got the ball, don't lose it. <laughs> well, of course, it. Yeah. you don't. You don't it's just don't, common sense. I mean, that's, that's I, I like, the I, idea, I, right? I mean, what makes it happen? That, that literal sentence can, like, equals, and then at the end of the match, we'll have a number. <laughs> we'll have a number. Some might say a percentage of how many times they lost the ball, and it'll be deliciously low. <laughs> of course, the fact is, if you don't have possession, you can't lose it. That's a good True. point, actually. So, yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's, it's, it's wise words. I think the remarkable thing we've seen with City, as you, you were saying, Jim, we saw against Bayern, they can play well for 15 minutes mm. and beat Bayern like, really comfortably. And this Leeds team, one of the things that's not been pointed out, this set of players is incredibly unsuitable for the sort of football that he wants to play. <laughs> yes. Mm. Because mm. everything about Leeds so far this season under various coaches and they, they have had a few decent moments especially in the first part of the season there's never felt like there's a plan it's so incredibly chaotic I don't think anyone said there's no talent there or anything like that I no, think there are some decent players there, 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 there are some good young players who, who will probably yeah. once they've got relegated go on to be very good elsewhere but that's where they are at the moment I mean mm. it's the ultimate Hail Mary mm. Do you, do you think he's going to keep them up, though? Because that's, no, that's no. the big question. No, they've got four stinking games, fixtures. Four games left. So Man City first, then home to Newcastle. Going to lose that, probably. <laughs> probably going to lose uh, that, yeah. <laughs> away at West Ham, who need to stay up themselves. But, oh, I don't know, maybe by then they might be all right, West Ham. Uh, and then at home on the final day of the season against Spurs. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> we were talking about this on the React show on, on Wednesday. I couldn't help but get caught up in the idea that he might pull it off. Against we Spurs. reckon they might need four points out of that. But I just, yeah, I mean, that a demoralised Spurs on the last day of the season at, at home is probably ideal for Sam Allardyce. But I just, I, I don't know. I'd quite like to see it happen, though, just because of what we'd get from Big Sam if he does do it. His motivation against <laughs> Newcastle and West Ham will be massive as well. So mm. the, the smugness True. will be incredible if he gets anything from either of those games. I mean, they're just a... A, a joke of a team at the moment. They like, like yeah. Andy says they're just not, they're just not clicking at all. And and then we've got a person coming in who's who's who's. Why is he bothering bringing backroom staff in? Like why? What are you going to get out four of games. four? Like like how many how many weeks is that? Two and a half weeks? Three weeks? Like you are. It's so weird to have which a job is, for three weeks. Which is why Sammy like Lee can't the, take part, isn't it's it? It's the aforementioned jury duty, isn't it? You just do it for a short <laughs> period of time, and you become an expert in one particular thing, and then you fuck off. I've never done jury duty, have you? No, no. I, haven't. I really oh, want to. None though. of us have been called up. Yeah, well, well up for if that. you're listening and you can make it happen, <laughs> we be, we be, yeah, but we live off the grid, Jules. We're, <laughs> we're not on the Speak electoral roll. Yeah. <laughs> Again, uh, we're debanked. Don't know how many times I need to explain this, Pete. It, that is just you. <laughs> <laughs> Stay away from my cans of food. <laughs> oh my God. Well, it is a new era at Leeds. Um, well, for, for, for four games. Um, Javi Grazia um, reported he was sacked on his birthday as well. Oh, That's a bit happy harsh. Birthday, that, that happened to. Uh, Although Jose... you get a payout, so he's probably quite happy. I think yeah. that happened to Jose Mourinho's dad once. <laughs> <laughs> a little birthday bonus. Yeah, you get a card with 20 quid in it. <laughs> <laughs> and your severance pay. <laughs> it was Trevor do... Francis that happened to as well, wasn't it? I think it was at Palace. And yeah, apparently do you, you got get your and... severance pay in book tokens? <laughs> <laughs> I would hope so. Um, yeah, Trevor Fra Francis has apparently sat there and said, but it's my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> so sad. But it's my birthday. I was going to say Jose Mourinho's dad. Jose Mourinho's dad actually got sacked on Christmas Day, didn't he? 
Oh, really? Yeah. I, this. I think yeah. that's a dangerous thing to do to a Mourinho. I imagine his dad's quite charismatic <laughs> as well. Um, let's talk a bit about the city side of things then. We all expect them to run riot again. Uh, mm. And Erling Haaland will probably score again because yeah. that's what he does. Congratulations um, to City Football Group, by the way. They just, just bought Bahia in Brazil. So oh. that's a heartwarming story that just keeps getting <laughs> more and more wholesome, isn't it? I mean, yeah. what, what I like about that is that, like, you know, yet another... Uh, loan move for a Newcastle player has, has, has kind of fallen uh, by the, the Australian international who's uh, up in heart he's just had a terrible time you sort of think right Sean Amiobi's got to work with the whole of Scotland when it comes to uh, his loan positions but like Man City have just got this network of clubs that can just they don't even have to negotiate they just go get him on a, get him on a flight get him over there and uh, and get him playing a bit of football it's great stuff it's mad isn't yeah. it but they are gonna they're gonna eat Leeds aren't they That's, <laughs> you'd yes. assume so yeah Yes, it's easily. going to be like that. What's that? Um, that oh, that pit where that man is. That is he a god? He's eating the oh, man's Saturn head. Eating Saturn his son. eating his yeah, son. That is, that, <laughs> it's going to be yeah, well, that. Actually, Erling Haaland was born in Leeds, so this is yes. going to be very, very much like exactly. that. Actually, um, I'm hoping that now he's broken the record, he might ease off a bit, so it's no like easier for him to break it again <laughs> next season. Ah, I see what you mean. Ah, yeah, but no chance. No chance. He's obsessed. He's yeah, obsessed. He is. He's with obsessed goals. with scoring goals. And we were talking about this uh, a, <laughs> a little while back. The, the thing that I find remarkable about him, and inevitably there's this new best player in the world conversation with him in it and Mbappe mm. in it. I think if you look at Mbappe, what Mbappe does is incredible. But I don't really see the areas in which he can get much better. Mm. Whereas with Holland, he can definitely get better in a in a lot of areas and he knows that mm. can you imagine if he doesn't get injured how good is he going to be in two or three years yeah <laughs> it's, it's frightening it is this frightening. is this is only the start mm. i think mm. the, 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 the sort of he's kind of like the, the the players who are that size and are that quick and i've got that acceleration they don't always have the brain behind it and and he's mm. just got it already and it's he's, like what? he's better now than he was at the start of the season he's yeah. a much better you, player you, now than he was at the start wrote, of the yeah. season who wrote yeah. the who wrote that piece about um him in the um in the charity shield oh, was yeah. it Barney Rona was it Ronnie? Yeah, it was funny yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lovely bit of work i'd love <laughs> yeah. to read that what, again what, 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 what he suggested it it could turn out to be one of the worst signings of all time was and, it and, like and, that? and we and we and we did kind of think that you know there was a potential for him to take a bit of time but like i mean jesus i mean how long like Henri Dick how long's Mitrovic taken to be able to knock in more than 10 goals in a season like like I'm, I'm living there. for the Mitrovic all that <laughs> comparison I'm enjoying that I'm trying to think of goal scorers who've taken a bit of time to get used to the Premier League but I mean the, <laughs> yeah. and for some reason I can only think of one of our number nines <laughs> yeah he, he missed the sitter in, the, in in that game didn't he and then yeah. I think he scored straight away afterwards but I suppose the idea wasn't the idea was that, oh, maybe you won't fit the system and this will turn yeah. out to be a bit of a disaster. Mm. Just stated in quite grand terms. <laughs> but it still looks a bit silly now. Yeah, well, after he broke the record um, in that midweek game, um, the, the Premier League record for 35 league goals in a 38-game season, um, they asked how he was going to celebrate and he said he's just going to go home, eat some food, play some video games. Because that's what they do, isn't it? But he wouldn't—he wouldn't say what video game he played. I don't know why. Said it's I bet too it's embarrassing. Weird. It's too embarrassing. It? I bet it's like tra- like some kind of train sim or something. Oh yeah. Or, uh, or like a Civilization Five flight yeah. simulator. Yeah, fine. Yeah. yeah I'm just. And um, he gets a little pilot's hat. Yeah, I'm just doing <laughs> London City to Oslo all tonight. All, ab- <laughs> all aboard. <laughs> yeah, actually, when has a captain ever said that? <laughs> Imagine if the captain came bong. All aboard. Oh God, he's gonna make it to a loop to loop. All aboard the the train plane. <laughs> <laughs> the doors are closing. I'm fucking up there. <laughs> I guess the real question is, what is the point at which Jack Grealish... Do I have to win the Champions League for Jack Grealish to get his decks out? Because <laughs> <laughs> they're building... He's going to need some reinforced shin pads this weekend. <laughs> they re- oh, my God. They've, they've recently announced, haven't they, City, that they're going to build this whole entertainment venue in the space around... Yeah, right. So okay. pre- presumably that is being put together for Jack's benefit. Yes. It must yeah. be. He's going to bring Jack back and Donny gonna, back to back. He's going to bring back Manchester. Yes. Ca- we'll be called the Curtain Boys and we'll just play <laughs> wall to wall acid house. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Jackie. <laughs> God. 
Um, so Man City leads uh, three o'clock kickoff. As uh, Jim's pointed out already, um, it's going to break the Premier League's three pm blackout this weekend, which is rather exciting. We get to watch mm. that game. Uh, what do you think the score is going to be, Pete? I think Man City are going to hand their bums to them. Three nil. Five nil. Harlan Patrick. Oh. I'll split the difference. Four nil. Good. Lovely stuff. What uh, do you right. think? Uh, I reckon Leeds are going to win. <laughs> Big Sam with the big W. No, I'm joking. Um, City are uh, probably going to batter them. It's probably going to be about... I re- I'd give them a goal. 4-1. Yep. Yeah. Right. Done. Fair. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills, or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. Well, Neil Warnocky, I just want to thank everybody uh, that keep viewing my whatever it is on Twitter. <laughs> Love him. Stop putting your whatever Love it is him. on Twitter, Neil. For crying it's a on both of them, really, isn't yeah, it? It's a little bit. What do you, what do you think? Love Warnock. I yeah. just love him. Um, welcome back to the Football Ramble, guys. It's Jules, Andy, Pete and Jim here for you today. Um, and speaking of Neil Warnock, he's done it. He's only gone and done it. He was appointed in February to keep Huddersfield up. And last night, he did it. He's kept them up. Five wins in their last eight matches, Andy. What so a does genius. This, does this say to us, if Leeds are given Big Sam like five games more, we might be talking? Mm. <laughs> a little guard of honour. Yeah, yeah. yeah like he got it. a guard of honour, didn't he, last night, Neil Warnock? Just like Erling Haaland did in the week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice little story because obviously I think Warnock's last job did, I can't remember, he's had so many bloody jobs. His last job didn't go quite as well. Was it Middlesbrough? Was it Middlesbrough? I can't Was that remember. the last one before this? Yeah. But either way, he, like, I, I think this was a really nice kind of final story. But yeah. he is actually saying that he will be back in like February next yeah. year yeah. to do I it I love it though. These guys are starting to specialise yeah. into yeah. the short-term yeah. Starting to, I mean, wow. The idea that he's he's not going to be like Vincent Wolfe in Pulp Fiction. Yeah, 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 yeah very much so. I mean, when when I say starting to, I know people have been doing this for a long time, but it's like they're openly like talking about this as yeah. a specific type Keep of me managerial in the job. Yeah. It's like, no, 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 I'll just come in when everything's completely broken. Yeah, And, and I love it. it. He, he's 74 years old. He mm. wants to go on some nice holidays with his wife yeah. and enjoy his 
retirement, as he yeah. so calls it. And then, you know, if someone wants him to keep them up next yeah. season, February time, get me back in. Costa Rica, Co- December through January. And then he's just <laughs> off to... Yeah. Uh, uh, congratulations to Huddersfield and Neil Warnock. What a job um, he yeah. did keeping them up. Um, back to Premier League matters then. Massive game, you two, on Sunday, mm-hmm. 4.30 kickoff. It's Newcastle against Arsenal. How are we feeling about this one, Jim? Quite nervous, actually, because this was the, the scene of collapse last season. Um, obviously, been worried about the fitness of Gabriel as well because um, he came off late in the the, um, the battering of Chelsea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they won a battering? Felt like mm. one. Um, uh, but I think he's going to be all right, so that makes a bit of a difference. But this is a this is a tough, tough venue. Newcastle have been so good at St. James's Park this season. I um, We need to win it, absolutely have to win it, but it does feel a little bit like the momentum has stalled. It is, it's, you, you can talk about getting it going again and you can try things to get it going again, going again actually getting it going again is, is another thing though it's really really difficult and this is far from ideal as a venue in which to try and do that how so. are you feeling about it pete um I, i'm not confident that newcastle will get anything here to be honest because they have been slightly poor um when faced with spirited opposition uh, the villa match comes comes to mind to be mm. honest in, in recent memory that was at villa park though wasn't it yeah but i mean they're a really good organized side and that's what arsenal represents i, I think arsenal will probably do it to be honest but look Newcastle are already in, in the Champions League for my money, so everything's fine. Done and dusted. Yeah. Done and dusted. Not everything's fine. And you Look know, at Man United. They're, it's... they're just swilling around their own crap, aren't they? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Love it. Think about that, though. Like It does look like the Champions League is very, very likely. Mm. That activates the Ronaldo clause in Saudi Arabia, oh. right? <laughs> Remember that? He could join Newcastle on loan has... if Newcastle got into the Champions League. Was that actually in there? That seems like a really let's, specific... Let's speculate, yes. Thing. Let's speculate again. And didn't he announce this week, Ronaldo, or there was some kind of rumour that he wants to leave Saudi Arabia at he's the end the of the King, season. Well, he's out the King's Cup, isn't he? So, yeah, I mean, that is, was the well, big one. That was his last big I, one he I, really I think, wanted. I think he'll really suit their new pressing athletic style. <laughs> <laughs> Fed up with ageing, isn't he? Yeah. He's, he's throwing his toys out of the pram, <laughs> having to get older. Um, Jim, you mentioned um, the scene of the collapse last year. Um, that's when the Champions League dreams were over f- mm. for Arsenal. Will that be on some of the players' minds, do you think, going, going into this game? Um, Surely not. Um, Arteta's been very good at kind of you know, ushering those those things out. But um, based on, you know, the little run of form we've had, obviously we beat Chelsea the other night and it was really important to get that win. Um, but I don't know whether it would play on their minds that much, but I just think it being a tough atmosphere is sort of separate from that. And it is one of the, it's one of the hardest stadiums to go to when, when the crowd are in full voice. And obviously... You know, we struggled a bit at Anfield, a bit, struggled a lot in the second half in particular at Anfield in, in similar circumstances. So I I don't know, but it's a real test of character. And that is, this is an unusual point of the season in which they need to get on a really, really good winning run again in case Man City slip up. And that is, and you know, it's happen. hard. It can happen. Mm. This is really, really tough. I, I want to see Arsenal come out and just play with confidence, really, to be honest, and try and control the game as best as, as possible because Newcastle have been really good at that as well. So this has the potential to be a proper ding-dong, actually. Yeah. I agree. I, I agree. agree. Yeah. It, could be, it could be really, really exciting. And um, it, it is difficult, isn't it, to say that, you know, maybe topping off what Guardiola was saying the other day that, you know, obviously he said it in a very patronising way about <laughs> Arsenal should be like proud of their season. But if you take away the context of who he is, I, I think there's a lot in that that you, you can yeah. forget because yeah. it has been an amazing season. They go back to St. James's having killed a lot of the questions. Whatever happens in this game, mm. they've killed a lot of the questions that they, they posed that night over their mentality or whether they can live with big moments because they've, they've just been great all season. I think this will be a really, really entertaining game and maybe a draw. Mm. And I think a draw is very possible as well. And like All of those things are true, but mm. Arsenal should have beaten West Ham. They should have beaten Southampton, etc., yeah. etc. These things can all be true at once. Yeah, the challenge true. now yeah. is not going, oh, we probably lost the league now take our foot off the pedal a little bit. They've got to learn to finish season strong. Arsenal used to be known for that. And then for for a long, long time, the opposite became true. You're saying so, don't be Spurs in 16. <laughs> Indeed. Don't ever be Spurs. No. Don't ever be Spurs in any context at all. <laughs> Even if you're Spurs. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. um, it is looking likely, Pete, that Newcastle are going to be playing Champions League football next season. Um, would you like to see Neymar in that, in that Newcastle team? Rumor mills there grinding. Yeah. If anybody is going to let him have his sister's birthday off every year, <laughs> part of the contract. Well, it's, you it's, lot. It, it's. I'm sure it's very exciting. It, you know, it, it reminds me of when, like, you saw that. Um, 
uh, that, that car left in uh, uh, outside Sanchez's apart with Roberto Baggio's name on the back of it by I think it was Shepard or somebody somebody being naughty and being a bit silly basically right. and uh, and I'm sure it's very exciting for people but like th- this is the level they're kind of approaching now they've got ridiculous amounts of money they don't want to spend all the money on uh um on, on the actual transfers themselves they want to back sort of pay on on, on wages which makes it more palatable uh, to the league and and, and UEFA and stuff so um it has the potential of being going to be destabilizing because Neymar is a fucking circus and those kind of players come with a lot of stuff and mm-hmm. I don't think Eddie Howe has obviously ever worked with a name as big as that. So look, that's the that's the place that they're approaching. Obviously, um, I personally think it would be a bit of a mistake. Just however good someone can play on the field, and at thirty-one, you know, yeah, what, what, I agree with you. And with? Uh, his his body has taken a battering. Mm. I, I, th- I think he's very physically unsuited to the, mm. the the Premier League. However brilliant he is, and you can easily forget because of the other stuff. How brilliant he is! Yeah. I mean, he he is a phenomenal he's, player. Still, he's a very hard worker. I just don't think he's he's. If if you ask anyone who's ever played with him, he's an exemplary teammate. Yeah, it's it's just I don't think his body will have it anymore. At thirty one, moving that, to the Premier League is yeah, a big is a big ass. And he's got he's got a lot of miles on the clock as yeah. well. The the only other thing I, I would say though is if he does come. His sister will have her greatest ever birthday in the big market. Holy <laughs> <Yes>. stuff. <laughs> yeah. I think it's it's an interesting one with him, isn't it? He's essentially very unlucky that he came along at the same time as Messi and Ronaldo. He, mm. he might have been the best player in the world in another generation. But we're also in this situation where you get these really, really elite players. And because we have these the, these state-owned clubs, they can only really move between each other yeah. if they want the same sort of sort of wages. So the idea, like, it's not ridiculous that Newcastle are a destination given that they're very likely to have Champions League football. It could be really fun because Neymar will sound amazing in a Geordie accent. <laughs> yeah, I've been yeah, saying for, for a yeah, long, yeah. long time Oi. that... Um, um, it is a wasted opportunity to not have um, Electric Six's gay bar uh, set to Neymar, Neymar as a child. Neymar, Neymar, oh, Neymar. Yeah, yeah, Neymar. Yes. We might finally hear that. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's a lot to like about it. It's another winner in Sinners on the big market. <laughs> it's a bit like Cody Gakpo signing for Liverpool. It's the best name yes. to say in a Scouse accent. Holy <laughs> Gakpo. Yeah, it's, it's great. It's lovely stuff. Yeah, sometimes I'm doing the synergy hands. Yeah, you do yeah. are. Yeah, it's exactly yeah, you that. Are. Exactly that. Uh, I wonder whether there's any synergy hands when people talk about Todd Bowley and uh, Chelsea. <laughs> yeah, there are thing. certainly some hand gestures. <laughs> yeah. It's been a year, guys. It has been a year of this marvellous Chelsea collapse a under year. Todd Bowley. Can you believe it? Um, wow. Yeah, it's been a year since he bought the club. Uh, this weekend, on Saturday, they face Bournemouth away at the Vitality. Um, and Todd Bowley's been speaking in Beverly Hills about his first year in charge and he insists that they're going to figure things out. Always sounds good when you're speaking about it from a safe distance, yeah. a couple of thousand miles away. In Soho yeah. House. <laughs> Not mathematically safe from relegation. In We're in May. That's, that's great. That's incredible. a lovely little fact. They're obviously not going to go down, mm. but it, it's bonkers. <laughs> hey, hey, Big Sam's in charge of Leeds now. Yeah. <laughs> if, if, they were, if they were a team that's not Chelsea... This ending to the season would have you thinking they're one of the favourites for relegation next season, wouldn't it? Mm. Yeah. Yes. That's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. that's the sort of form but, but, it's but, been. But instead, you sort of think they've got such resources and they've got quite a long time to sort of get it right over the summer. I mean, they won't. Uh, but but no, they'll, they they'll probably... They'll, they'll, you know they'll probably find themselves as you know a Champions League um, battling out for those spaces as well, wouldn't you think? Yeah, next season you, you'd assume so based on the squad they have and if they get the right manager in, Andy. You see, I, I really don't believe in the people running the club to mm. such an extent. I don't think they're in danger of relegation by any stretch of the imagination next season. But I, I think Big Sam when, in. when we talk about <laughs> exactly if he get, if he gets six points, <laughs> Big Sam in. In fact, <laughs> looking at Lampard's record. In the Premier League, his last twenty matches, I think he's won one game. Yeah, I think. I mean, you do wonder how many coaches, after the eponymous hero and after Javi Gracia, how many coaches can be Stellinied in the back end of the season? Yeah, it's could, impressive. Could, could Lampard get Stellinied before the end of the season? <laughs> I think. He, wow. you know, he, can you imagine? That's the only way it can really get any worse, isn't it? Because his reputation just. Surely trashed as a I mean, top level if, manager. If so surely will not get a Premier League job after this. If there's I know only there's... four games left, do you reckon Big Sam could do Chelsea and Leeds at the same <laughs> well, time? If, yeah, yeah, like if he gets share, yeah. Leeds safe, maybe he'll move on to someone else. <laughs> yeah, just too much is there. Quid, what you... <laughs> <laughs> Six million quid for a month's work. Yes, please. I'll take charge of one game for Chelsea to make sure they're mathematically safe <laughs> from relegation. I've, I've, not go go I've not got a buyout. I've not got a buyout. 
You know, I can just walk. It's good. <laughs> or I'll go to Everton and make sure they go down. Make sure this time they flush. <laughs> well, it's likely that Frank Lampard won't be the manager next season. Um, and Jose Mourinho has also counted himself out of the job, supposedly. Um, and did you hear, actually, that he started wearing a wire on the touchline <laughs> <laughs> to protect himself? Like an informant. Like, what what he is just going keeps on getting here? better and better, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he. I mean, he, he basically says that... What a legend. This is his particular referee hates, isn't there? Yeah. So he's, <laughs> he's wearing, wearing a wire on the touchline because <laughs> he's worried you might have some altercation with but him. Don't, don't you it's think it's kind he's of... admitted to it that I'm obsessed with. Yeah. I, I mean, for, for me, it's like he's seen Jurgen Klopp at the weekend and thought, I don't think I'm the most paranoid manager in football <laughs> <No>. anymore. <laughs> I'm going to have to take some serious steps to sort this out. I mean, it's interesting seeing the whole football world's or the whole coaching world's reaction to what happened with Klopp last weekend because that seemed unhinged at the time. Yeah. Then you heard the explanation which he thought brought it down a notch but actually Actually made it seem more unhinged. Yeah. And then last (laughs) night in the Portuguese Cup talking of the Mourinho and the Porto connection Sergio Conceição who, bear in mind, has been sent off 23 times in 10 years as a coach. <laughs> wow. That, which is pretty impressive. When they scored a goal right at the end of extra time to make sure they went through to the Portuguese Cup final against Famalicão, I mean, it's a banger from Otavio from miles out. He not only did the Mourinho run down the touchline, but Conceição came back halfway through that run down the touchline and stood in front of the Famalicão bench pumping his fists and pointing at them and having words. And basically, his whole coaching team formed this sort of human shield to get him away. You know, one of those after the pub, it's not worth it. Come on, mate. One of those sort of things. So Klopp has pushed everyone over the edge. And I suppose that it's obvious that Mourinho would be <laughs> the one who would react the most to this. I wonder what he does with these, uh, with the recordings, though. Do you reckon he goes home after a game and he's like, I'm going to listen. I'm going to listen back. I'm going to yeah. listen back to everything. Just, just, he, he just want to hear the match. He just want to hear himself breathing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great breathing. <laughs> the, um... You've got strong hamstrings. <laughs> you still got it. You still got it. <laughs> <laughs> the referee who he has a particular disliking to is called uh, Daniel Kife. Uh, and uh, he recently refereed Roma's game against Monza. And Mourinho's quote was, I'm not stupid. I had to protect myself. Everything is recorded. This was the worst referee I've encountered in my entire career. Believe me, I've dealt with many bad referees, but he is horrible. You see, he's so skilled. <laughs> he's totally coated him off but he's not questioned his honesty, yeah. <laughs> which I think is very, very clever. He's yeah. sort of Actually. gone, if you speak, you're in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so weird. If you speak, I record it. <laughs> <laughs> Who's a voyeur now? <laughs> genius stuff, isn't it? Yeah. Right, it is now time for Betfair's popular bet builder. Uh, select from the most popular pre-made football bet builders using Betfair's handy app. And you can add them to your bet slip in just one tap. Today, it's another Bet5 Get5 special, which means if you bet £5 on Sunday's game between Newcastle and Arsenal, you're going to be rewarded with a £5 free bet from Betfair. We're placing our own £5 ramble popular bet builder on that match to try and win some money for charity. So, Jim, you're up first. I am. And Granite Xhaka, the enigma that he is, um, I, I reckon he will score or be shown a card. So he likes to be involved. It's going to be a quite fiery, chaotic environment. He thrives in that um, in a number of directions, depending on what you want him to be doing. Uh, so yeah, Granite Xhaka to score or be shown a card. I'm going to go for Alexander Isak to score or assist. Jim, did you see him against Everton? And he's just marching through the defence. Yeah. Tommy Ass is going to be shitting his pants. Oh, he's playing the right about a month. All right, shut up. <laughs> Andy, what about you? Over 3.5 goals. I think even though Newcastle have habitually not conceded a lot of goals uh, at home this season, I think there's a lot going on in this game. Mm. Arsenal are going to have to really go for it and Newcastle will respond and then some. Okay, and I'm going to go for over four and a half cards because, mm. as we pointed out, Arsenal need to win this game. The atmosphere at St. James's Park, it's going to be rowdy. Mm. The players are going to be up for it. So, uh, yeah, over four and a half cards. Um, a £5 bet with Betfair on that popular bet builder returns £85.29. pence. And if we win, all that money will go to Prostate Cancer UK. We'll be back with another round of Betfair's popular bet builder next week. Exclusive to Betfair Sportsbook. Terms and conditions apply. 18 and overs only. And for more information on responsible gambling, uh, do head to begambleaware.org.
Hey. Fucking Ben White. Fucking Ben White. You watching yeah. it? You see that Ben White? Is he injured as well? Is he? Ben White doesn't know who Alexander Isaac uh. is. <laughs> <laughs> he don't watch football. Dean Smith also says you're an encyclopedia of football. A what? An encyclopedia of Jack, 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 Jack. I don't know what that means. Simple <laughs> game of categories. I'm going to give you all category, and all you have to do is give me an answer that fits into that category. If you go too slow, you're going to hear Gary uh, Neville come, and that will leave you seven seconds. We're all into what this game represents, how it... <laughs> Jim, Jim's does weird <laughs> things with his laptop. Because, right, I'm, I'm writing down what? answers. It's just so oh weird. Sure it's like a game no of risk for it, Jim. I don't trust any of you. It's like a game of I, battleships. Jim, if I'm going to cheat, I'm not looking at yours, I'm looking at Andy's. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Jules! That's the stuff! That's the fucking stuff! Plus, right. they're trying to distract me with this weird background on yeah. the laptop. <laughs> Right, okay, we're going to kick things off with round one. Nice and chunky one. Plenty of uh, opportunities to uh, get through on this round. And we're going to kick things off with Jim starting. Round number one. Players that have scored a penalty in the Premier League this season. Players that have scored a penalty in the Premier League this season. 34 players. Alexis McAllister. Oh, yes, please. Is it me next? Yes. Um, Ivan Tony. Ivan Tony. Just a bit. Callum Wilson. Callum Wilson. Bakari Saka. Saka has done that. Mitrovic. Mitrovic has done that. Mo Salah. Mo Salah. Bruno Fernandes. Bruno Fernandes. Um, let's go for... Uh, oh, my God. Um, Ooh, uh, uh, okay. uh, what's wrong with me? It's uh, Marcus Rashford. Oh Oh, no. Joe! You missed out. Panicked. You panicked. Never mind. Um, let's have one from you, Andrew. James Will Prowse. Oh, oh. love it. Erling Haaland. Erling Haaland. Oh, bollocks. <laughs> Kevin De Bruyne. Kevin De Bruyne. He's not done that. No. He's not done that. Unlucky, Andy. And that means Jim's won that round. Yes. Ooh, maybe yes, I should have stuff. been cheating Bye with Jimbo. Jim's page. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, I'm not very good at this game, Jules, but you look at the sort of facilities that are provided to us. I'm currently writing, listeners, with a Sports Direct pen. <laughs> that is a shame. That is the way we are treated in here. <laughs> it's a shame. We did give you a protractor, though, so that's pretty cool. Uh, right, we're going to kick things off with you, Jules, on this round. Round number two, clubs that have played in the Premier League for five seasons or less. We're looking for clubs that have played in the Premier League for at least one season during the competition's history, but no more than five seasons. They don't have to be together. They're just, you know, uh, less than five seasons. Less than five seasons in five total. Five seasons or less. Not, not consecutively. No, not consecutively. In total. Yeah. <laughs> Good. I'm glad we clarified that. Just filibustering. Give her the music. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have one from you, Jules. Um, it's Torres oh! to give Chelsea a place. Bournemouth? Bournemouth have played six, Jules. Ah, oh. unlucky. I, I liked it though. I would have gone for that as well. To be fair, uh, let's have one from you, Andy. I'm not sure whether to say Reading or Reading. I'm going to go Reading. Let's go with Reading. Correct. Lovely stuff. Swindon Town. Swindon Town. Fair dues. Ipswich. Ipswich. Yes, lovely. Oldham Athletic. Oh, oh Oldham that's is a, a lovely great touch. One. This I like. <sighs> Sucking on your spot direct pain. Mm. <laughs> Swansea. Oh, lovely one. Is it? Oh, what? Oh. Played seven, seven, apparently. Seven. Swansea, yeah, they were there for a while. Yeah. There for a while. All right, so Wowzers. Andy's out, and I believe Jim has to um, polish us off with, with one. Yeah, I'm going to go with what at the time was Neil Warnock's Cardiff City. I like Ooh. it! I like it, Jim. Jim, 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 wins. Flawless victory. Yeah. This is why I suspect people are cheating. Because of my massive football galaxy brain. 
It's the only thing you're going to win this season. <laughs> oh, goodness. I'm chasing we... down an absolute monster in Marcus Speller. It's all so familiar. <laughs> Shall we have a quick bonus round just for a giggle? Yeah, why not? All right, kicking off with uh, Andy. Uh, we're going to have uh, managers aged 55 or older that are currently managing in the Football League. 16 managers, 55 or older. In the whole Football League? Mature managers in your area, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Neil Warnock. Neil Warnock. Nice, I like it. Sam Allardyce. Sam Allardyce, lovely. Roy Hodgson. Hodjo, the owl. It's Torres! Chris Wilder. Oh, baby, I love you, we... 55 years old. Got in there, Just, Just in there. Tony Mowbray. Nice. Mowbers. He got cramped the other day, didn't he? He did, yeah. Um, <laughs> Steve Evans. Steve Evans, yes. Sixty years old. Oh, was it six fifty-five or over? Fifty-five or over. Oh, yeah. I was doing sixty-five. Mm. God, I thought Steve Evans was older. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> oh, this is old. Hmm. One of these is depressingly old <laughs> for, for a person who watched the you know football in the nineties. Oh gosh. Uh... <laughs> he wanted the countdown. I'm out. I'm out. Uh, Steve Bruce. Steve Bruce is not oh, yeah. Do I have to get one to do it? Just, just give us one anyway. Um, I can't think of anyone else old. Old gets. <laughs> managing. Uh, who's an old bastard? Old bastard. Uh, no. Who's an old bastard and as managerial as he can be? Well, I was going to go for Jurgen Klopp because he's 55. Oh, and he wow. Was, and he was talking about being the... Uh, it's those teeth. He's it throws you off, good it? Yeah. Um, Nigel Pearson, 59. Oh, Paul Nigel Simpson, Pearson. 56. Uh, Mark Hughes, 59, was scrapping on the touchline, yes. I think, a years ago. Lopetegui, 56. Uh, David Moyes, at 60. Oh, uh, the very man. Nigel Klopp, 57. You don't like to see oh, it. You don't like nice. to see it. John Coleman, 60. Steve Cottrell, 58. And John Askey at 58. Fun, 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 fun. Damn, should have mm. better there. Lovely little game. Lovely stuff. Uh, right, that is all we've got time for today. Thanks for listening to the Football Ramble preview show sponsored by Betfair, part of the ACAST Creator Network. I'm not going to read what someone's written in this <laughs> because you're all trying to corrupt me and you're all very naughty. Instead, what I will say is follow us on Twitter, TikTok, YouTube and Instagram at Football Ramble and don't forget to subscribe on your podcast app. Have a brilliant coronation weekend, everyone. Lovely. You partying? You've got a street party? We have got a street party, yeah. Um, yeah, of course I'm, you do. Yeah. You live in a posh village. I knew you'd have a street party. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to make a big... Um, my job um, this evening is to make a big Prince Charles ear <laughs> that I'm going to make a little golf game out of. So uh, that's what I'm up to. Nice. Of course you are. Of course you are. Same. Andy, what are you up that, to? That could be the goal, couldn't it, for your uh, three and in? Yeah. For the local kids? Yeah. Throw a beanbag through it or something. Yeah, yeah. brilliant. I've got a Saturday off. Oh, 3pm blackout. I'm going to do nothing. <laughs> Good. I cannot nice. wait. Um, enjoy the football, guys, yes. and we will see you soon. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. The Football Ramble is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.